Managing a dairy is hard, and not just hard work and long hours, it's hard to stay mentally energized and on top of your game when you're in a business that's 24-7 and 365, when you're not just managing cows, but you're leading teams of people who look to you for leadership. And so what's the key to keeping yourself motivated to never stop chasing excellence, even when it's hard? Hear it firsthand from a dairy manager who has spent 20 years in the business, who's grown a dairy to more than 13,000 head of cows and young stock, and has yet to lose his energy and drive for results. He's an incredible leader, a coach, a manager, Scott Blevins from Wheezy Brother Farms in Greenleaf, Wisconsin. On this Uplevel Dairy Podcast, I'm dropping in one of my favorite conversations from the past year, where I sat down with Scott to learn about his morning routine for energy endurance how he stays mentally tough when things are tough, leading and coaching a high-performing team, and finding his inner strength through his unshakable faith. Even if you listened to this episode when it first dropped almost a year ago, it is worth your time to hear it again on the Uplevel Dairy Podcast. This is the podcast for dairy farm owners, managers, and advisors who are committed to profitability, sustainability, and excellence. I'm your host, Peggy Coffeen, and it's my mission to bring you the conversations that will uplevel your skill set and your mindset so you can be a top performer in the dairy business. Take a listen to episode four of the Uplevel Dairy Podcast, the mind mindset of a high-performing manager with Scott Blevins. And you've been in the dairy business for a long time in these intense environments. Um, but, you know, in order to lead other people, we have to lead ourselves first, right? Right. And so when you wake up in the morning and you know that you have to be resilient, you have to be a leader of yourself and your team every single day, What what's your morning routine like? Like, what are the habits you've built into your system so that you have the energy and endurance to do this tough job every single day? Well, uh, people might think I'm a little crazy, but I get up uh, pretty early in the mornings and I start my day at the gym. Uh, you know, I don't, I, I think it's my peace of mind gets me ready for the day, um, sets the tone. Um, if I wake up from a very stressful day from the day before, it takes the edge off. And mm-hmm. my, I, I promise my staff appreciates that so much and uh it helps me helps me make clear minded decisions and uh be on top of the game for the day you know and uh in this business uh you gotta have a clear mind all the time because you're always making decisions that have uh some big uh financial impacts yeah yeah people so it, you start out your day with a good workout, not just because it's good for your body and maintaining yeah. your health, but as you said, to get your head in the right, right space to go after the day and to be able to kind of sometimes have that stress relief, right? right? And right. the guys around here appreciate, guys and girls yeah. around here appreciate yeah. Yeah. that too. They do, they do. <laughs> and I think, you know, uh, staying uh, physically uh, fit helps the mental state yeah um when you're when you're in a job uh there's a number of them out there that, and uh that takes on a lot of stress at different levels how you handle that um being for me being in uh, a physical state and mental state gets me to make the right decisions and pulls me through it you know? yeah. because we you know we 
we we deal with a lot of crisis uh, at times. Right, uh, you're kind of always crisis. in some some sort of crisis mode, right? Correct. I mean, you're dealing with people, you're dealing with animals. With yeah. sometimes it's maybe you know animal health that concerns right. that come up. It's Mother Nature right. Right. throwing you curveballs, right. and so yeah, coming into the day with that sharpness mentally and yeah. the physical stamina to get through it and speaking more about that that mentality that the mental you know side of it piece keeping a positive mindset is something that can be easy when life is easy right, right. when things are clicking here at the dairy when everybody's showing up uh-huh. for work, <laughs> yeah. when <laughs> the weather is perfect uh, but it's even more important to have that strong mental attitude when things get tough Right? Right. And so let's talk about mental toughness. What are the things that you do to stay mentally tough every single day? So, so yes, you're right. Everyone's happy and everyone's part of the game when you're winning. When you're losing, uh, it's a pretty lonely job. And uh, I think that um, anyone's good when things are good. It's how good you are when things are tough. That's really where I think. Uh, makes you stand out as a leader and uh, as a person that is uh, based on uh, results and you're driven by that. I think that that is uh, a very good way to, to look at it. And that's the way I've always looked at it. Yeah. And, and as you said, you know, when things aren't good, that's when you really have to dig a little bit deeper, right? right? right. And so, I mean, I've talked with a lot of people in this industry over the years, and oftentimes they'll say the same thing, that there's new challenges every single day. And that just when you think you've got it all figured out and things are clicking along, the cows are doing great, people are doing great, you know, the press, some of those external pressures are off, uh, are relieved, then something comes up, something's going to come up pull the rug out from under you and bring it down to your knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has, so, has that happened to you? Oh yes. You know, and yeah. And sometimes when we're, we're talking like this, I don't want to sound like I, I'm, I'm, I think I know it all because we don't. Um, anytime that you get overconfident, um, it will, it will humble you. And uh, when you think you got things rolling and things are clicking, you better stay on your game. If you let up a little bit, then you get, you get, you get hammered. So, you know, I think that uh, this business is a, a true business that uh, even the best of the best uh, uh, will encounter things that uh, will definitely humble them, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Any experiences you'd like to share where you've been humbled? Well, you know, I think, uh, like we talked about crisis, if it's not the animals, it's the people. If it's not either one of them, you might be dealing with a feed issue. Um, so, um, from milk quality to, um, you know, having health issues to not having people to, uh, employee shortages, uh, to, uh, uh, all the above. So yes, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, days that I would say in the trenches, in the war zone, that type of thing. Yeah. And you know, Scott, one thing I have heard you say in conversations before is, is to know your opponent is to know what you're fighting. And I mean, we could even take the, the milk quality example for one. Mm -hmm. And like, I've heard you talk about, okay, if we're going to be fighting this battle, you want to know 
who you're fighting against and then have a plan in place for yes. going into battle. And could you maybe share a little bit of how just even on the milk quality side, you right. bring that mentality into that game? Right. You know, um, I think that uh, um, when you approach things and you look at um, even problems that you can expect to have periodically or the unexpected problems, I think yours, the word I always use, I learned it from who I work for now and for my dad is we call it a sense of emergency. And we go to things that don't seem like a big deal today, but we treat it like a, we're putting a fire out. And that keeps us from having those train wrecks and you're always putting those little fires out. So you, to come to a place like this and not carry that sense of emergency to me, well, you know, that's a tough one. Yeah. You have to have that, you know, and everybody does it different ways. Everyone has ways that works for them. But for me, I want to treat every little problem like it's a big problem. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't lead to uh, things that cost us uh, in the long run in, a, in the bigger picture. Yeah. And even, you know, kind of going back to that milk quality example, right? I mean, share with us, what have you invested in for resources here right at the dairy so that you can know exactly what you're fighting when it comes to milk quality? Yeah, so we, we have a, a microbiology lab that we, uh, um, it's the forefront of the dairy. It protects us. It looks at everything from uh, what's in the batting, which is causing the organisms, which contains the organisms that causes mastitis. So uh, we use that to identify things and uh, it does uh, uh, lead us and um, influence us on how we handle that specific case. Yeah. And so here again, what you just called out is uh, knowing your opponent and, and then reacting with yes, that urgency. Right. Yeah. Right. If you're in a, if you're in a, a game or uh, a situation where it's built and we say this, this a lot, uh, we're built on uh, results and that that's uh, kind of measures our success is where we get those results and have, and, and you know and how we get there. Um, I think that uh, you definitely have to know um, the the battles and who your who your who your opponent is. You know, I think that's very important. Yeah, and I'll step back for a minute and go back to that coaching background and that natural mm -hmm. coaching instinct that you have. Yeah. And some of these things that I'm hearing you say, just call that out exactly, right? You have talked about staying on your game, having that winning attitude and being results driven because that's mm -hmm. what success is measured on. You've talked about knowing your opponent responding with urgency and that sense of emergency. I mean, this is what you bring to your role and yeah. this is how you get through challenges challenging times here at the dairy, right? Right, right. You know, and, and surrounding yourself with good support team. Um, you know, also we, we should talk about the other entity of the company is the farming side and they help us manage our, you know, we have a, the crew that helps with the bedding and maintain the separators and all of that comes into play when, you know, none of it is as impactful as a clean, dry working on with a working a properly working unit that's the probably if you had a pie that's going to take most of that pie and yeah. then the, the small the other pieces are so important even though they're not as impactful as that uh when it comes to milk quality but all of that goes together to be successful yeah so you have to have everybody working together and um and um and that's the key 
Yeah. So the core fundamentals of what does it take um, task from a task oriented standpoint to achieve something like milk quality. Yes. But then you're taking that bigger step back and looking at, you know, what's the atmosphere and the environment that you create here as manager to get everybody on board and help, you know, help go after those goals and want to want to reach them as yeah. a team. Yes. Right. right. And, and we have uh, measures that we take when we're under the gun. Um, you know, one thing that we we monitor uh, from um, when we talk about milk quality is, uh, you know, we look at cell counts every day. Cell counts are either going up or down, and when they're going up, you you react. And we have uh, things in place no different than when 911 gets called and the, the, the steps that are taken to uh, resolve that emergency. Uh, we have that similar type of take on how we handle things here. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of that, uh, speaking of urgency in the sense of emergency, uh, Scott, if there's one thing I know about you, it's that you have one speed and it is 100 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you bring that into everything that you do. I mean, this is a 24-7 nonstop business for one, mm-hmm. but that's kind of part of who you are as a person is mm-hmm. just, you know, really having that drive to be high-performing in your career and high-performing in all areas of life. But, you know, I think there's going to be other folks out there that are listening to this podcast. And again, maybe they're dairy managers like you. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just moms like me yeah. that can relate mm-hmm. to the um, the struggle sometimes to balance wanting to give so much to uh, your career and mm-hmm. the role you have here, but also balancing that out with family and with life outside of the dairy. So speak to that for a moment as a hundred miles an hour guy, how you find some sort of, some sort of way to do both. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't know that I was too good at that uh, earlier in life, but you know, when you, when you, when you take on a new system that needs uh, protocols put in place and needs people um, developed and put in place. But I think one thing that allows you to do that is you work hard and you work uh, put a lot of energy into your people, mm-hmm. you know, and be there with them when, when something goes wrong and, and they can handle that situation, but it's a training process and you can either put that time in on the front end or you can be pulled away constantly from your, your, your personal life, your home life, your family, you know, because when it comes to the, this business that's 24 seven, you are married to it. There's yeah. no other way. If you only do it when you're here and then you go home and forget about it, that doesn't work mm-hmm. because you never shut down. And um, I think that that balance is, is put your mindset on your people to handle things, not assuming that they're doing it like you want it done, but making sure they're doing it like you want it done. And then I think that allows you that peace of mind to be with your family and it, and it cuts down on those night calls by a hundred percent. Yeah. And nobody wants to get those. And if you don't, in the beginning, when those night calls come in, uh, you, you're, you're there with every calf pole, every, uh, breaker that needs flipped, every employee that needs to be dealt with, every cow that has a, uh, a certain situation that she needs help with. You got to go through that with your people and you build that around them, uh, that, that time. And just like for us, I have a night manager, you know, he's been with us for 14 and a half years and he's so valuable to us. And I tell all of the, 
the day management, you need to thank him, take him out for a steak dinner because he makes your life much easier because you can go home and, and then enjoy and be at peace that when you come back the next day, you're going to be, it's going to be clicking. Yeah. We have a couple of guys at night that actually have been with us a number of years and we highly depend on them. But I would say that would be in, a, in an industry like ours. Uh, the key thing is put that time in to those people that's going to be running this place at night mm. and support them to the end. Yeah. So. Yeah. So just to recap what I'm hearing from you, Scott, it, when it comes to really getting things to click so that you can have some peace of mind when you go home at the end of the day, investing time in your people on the front end and helping to make sure that they're well taken care of, well trained, mm -hmm. things are able to be executed without you being there. Um, but then to really, you know, have some good relationships with some of the key people that are going to make your life easier and allow you the ability to right. go home at night and know that things are okay right. here when you're with your family. Yeah. And you know, you have to be able to run that because you can't be here, you know, 24 seven. I mean, yeah. we're, we're available 24 seven and you, the only way that um, it can run and run at that level all the time is the time and energy you're going to put into people. If you don't invest that time in them, it's like I tell my guys every single day have what, how much you put into certain, maybe it's a person that they're training. Maybe it's uh, a new program that we're putting in, uh, a new protocol. But if you don't put nothing in, don't expect nothing out of it. Mm -hmm. If you put a lot into it, then there's going to be results if you try hard enough. I mean, and, but, you know, and, and, and really uh, uh, sink your teeth into it and believe. And, uh, and it, that, that's a philosophy that goes with uh, programs and people. Yeah. So if you don't put much into those people, don't expect much. So you're going to be uh, running around with your head cut off. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you just outlined a lot of great tips for anyone who's managing people, whether it's on a dairy yes. or somewhere else. Heck, I mean, that, this is stuff you can apply to our own families yes. at home, right? Mm -hmm. um, but for for just a moment, maybe speak directly again to the other the other people out there, the guys and the gals that are dairy managers that are you fifteen years ago. What's the What's the one thing you wish someone would have told you? 17 years ago, I guess, <laughs> when you started uh, I this think, career? You know, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I would probably, um, um, you know, just be more patient, I think, uh, with people. Um, mm. You know, give it give it some time. I'm not a very patient person. I, I, God didn't give me the, that trait. Uh, I wish he would have, but he didn't. And uh, I work hard at that now, a lot harder than I did before. And I think I not being patient with people cost me uh, some mistakes that I made through the years. So mm -hmm. definitely uh, working on that. Yeah. So I have a right-hand man, uh, the assistant manager uh, here, and he's he's very patient. So mm. we we feed off of that. So he he offsets my uh, my bad my bad traits. Uh, and you know, that plays into a quote I was just reading earlier this morning, talking about what makes a good leader and mm -hmm. a good leader doesn't necessarily have to be one person that's good at everything. Right. It's someone who's good at identifying where their weaknesses are and, and then bringing right. someone on the team. Right. right? Yeah. And that's what you've done. Yeah. And I think that, um, the key thing is, uh, to on that, um, just to back that up, uh, 
you got to recognize people and their abilities and the capacity that they have. Mm-hmm. If, if you, if you, if you put someone in a position that they're not capable of doing, you know, just with, based on their capacity, um, then you just set that person up for failure. It's going to frustrate them and it's going to frustrate you. And as a manager, leader, coach, uh, one of the, I think the number one, uh, um, things that you need to possess is being able to recognize the people and their abilities and where they can excel the best in what area and at what level, whether some, some can run a place like this. Some just are rock stars in the bar and milk accounts. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes back to what you were saying before about investing time and energy into people. But part of that is really identifying what are their greatest strengths? Where are they the best fit on the team here? And that probably helps with retaining good employees. Right. Right. And, you know, and that goes back to uh, the same thing, retaining employees and giving you uh, a life beyond the dairy. Yeah. You know, you have to have that team of people. You know, we've had guys go on to run their own dairies, you know, and um, we got some now that are capable of doing that and, and capable of possibly even more. They're, they're unlimited uh, in their capabilities and potential. And you want people like that around you. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you, f- you found the ways to identify and yeah. empower those individuals. And, um, and Scott, you know, this, again, you've been up to this career for a long time and there have been challenges that come at you every single day. But I know one thing about you is that you're a man who's strong in his faith. Yes. So take a moment, um, share with us, what role does your faith have in you showing up here at Weezy Brothers every day as a manager and a leader? So um, uh, we will thank God that he uh, sacrificed his son so we could ask for forgiveness because I've asked many, many times for forgiveness. Uh, we made a lot of mistakes in life. And- and, uh, but my, I grew up in Oklahoma. My mom and dad raised me in, uh, uh Church of Christ in Oklahoma. That's a, it's a, it's a little different denomination than you would find, uh, in the Midwest here. Um, but, uh, it's more like a Baptist, you know, Southern type thing. And then, so we grew up very strong, very, uh, um, involved in the dairy. I mean, and not the dairy in the church mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and that carried over to, you know, in my life. And I think that without having God in your life, uh, that'd be a tough life to live. And for me, with all the things that I've been through, through this life, uh, if I could go in reverse, I'd change a lot of things, but you can't do that. We got to look forward. And, but as you move forward through this life, which is a short life, I think that's extremely important to have that spiritual, uh, uh, health and it guides you through life and it makes you uh, mentally stable and uh, I think that without that I wouldn't I, I, it would be very tough yeah. yeah so that's a key to resilience right right yeah you know and, and people that go through um, this life without that is very confusing to me you know I mean people make their own decisions and you know I, I'm not here to tell them right, wrong, or indifferent. But for me to have that peace of mind with all the things in this life, the longer that we live, the more stuff we have to deal with. And not all, all of it is good. And that, that strength, uh, that spiritual strength that you get, uh, 
I think is uh, everything. Yeah. How you live and where you end up at the end of it. Um, again, you know, when you're in a job that requires a lot of you and a lot of your mind and a lot of the physical side of things, then it wears on you. Um, that's probably my, you know, biggest inner strength that I have. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, yeah, Scott. Sure. Those those words of faith, I think, are something we can all draw a little bit yeah, from, no yeah. matter what challenges we're yeah. facing in our yeah. lives and life. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and speaking of challenges, uh, you're you're a person that's always challenging yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is probably the longest. It's you know 28 minutes, the yeah, longest you yeah. sat in chair all mm-hmm. day today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, share with us a little bit too. How do you keep yourself sharp? Like, what are the, what's kind of your what's next? What are the things that you are always trying to learn more and strive more to be better at right now? Well, you know, I think just as a, we, we talked a lot about character, leadership, you know, all of those things continue to work on the things I need to work on to, to be a better person, which in turn helps with how you come across to your people. Um, and, um, you know, uh, working on um, the being better at what we do here. You know, we, we are um, consistent on our routines and sometimes you have to check yourself because it's the same thing every day. You know, mm-hmm. how we feed, how we uh, check fresh cows, how we move cows, how we, uh, the parters run on schedule. You know, we have three shifts. We don't alter off of that schedule. And everything is, is, is um, uh, related to that schedule and how it works throughout the day, so it never changes. We have different uh, things that we do, uh, chores that we do during the week uh, on Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays and Fridays. Uh, and uh, but every every day, those those certain things that we do are the same every day. So you know that gets challenging, but um, being able to uh, just keep growing and uh, learning from people and things like this that you put together. Um, and I've learned some things by listening to some of the people that you've had on here. And uh, um, I have also worked into um, developing some products that uh, help dairymen and ranchers, and that's been fun, you know. But again, my focus is here, and um, so yeah, those type of things keep you keep keep your mind uh, moving and thinking and working on things that make you better yeah. as a person because in the end that spills over to your job. That's right. That's right. And any other last thoughts on this topic of a resilient mindset uh, that you would offer to share with others? Um, you know, I think we put, we, you know, like when we talk, uh, I think principles are something that we live and die by. And I think for me as uh is number one, you work hard, and number two is respect. But respect is respect to yourself, uh, respect your peers, and respect uh, management and and the animals. Uh, also, is very important. Respect the animals, and so respect covers a lot of things. And it also uh, want to say under respect, we respect the uh, facility. Uh, keep a tidy place, clean uh, that. Uh, um, that everybody, uh, uh, takes from that, you know, they, that, that, that cleanliness when you walk in and the feel of it, it, it comes across in a good way uh, yes. for me. So that's very important. That's part of respect. And then, you know, the other thing is, uh, we abide by rules, 
you know, people don't like rules and we know we didn't when we were little and we, we don't like them when we're, when we get older, but we have them. So, and those rules are put in place and we make sure people understand those rules. And, you know, and there's a series of uh, reprimand that we take with people that don't follow the rules and uh, hopefully we can help them get through those times, but that's part of managing people. Yeah. And then one other thing, uh, the last thing I would say is, uh, is we, I, I, I really um, instilled this into employees. I want them to take responsibility. Mm. You, you, you make a mistake. Uh, it's okay, but you take it and, and you, you own it. And then we learn from it. And that's another principle that I drive real hard with all of our people. Take responsibility. If you tear something up, take the responsibility. If you uh, make a mistake and it costs us, um, uh, maybe it's a, a, just a simple thing uh, that you make, but it costs us money, uh, costs the company money, just that you understand it, own it, and we move on. So responsibility is a big one. So. Yeah. And I'm going to just recap that for a moment because you said some really powerful things there, Scott. And what I'm hearing from you are the things that are values and principles that you're living out in your daily life that are now really a part of the culture at the dairy here. Mm -hmm. And you talked about the work hard mentality, about having respect, not just for each other, for ourselves, the facility, mm -hmm. the animals, um, having rules in place, clear expectations, mm -hmm. and a, a course of recommendation yeah. for, for those rules. And then also about just taking responsibility and owning up when yeah. mistakes happen. Right and, yeah. and that's, you know, again, these all fall into that that resilient mindset right. that we're talking about today that you bring forth here at Weasel Brothers. Yes, and that last one, you know, when just remember, um, we we expect those mistakes, but you know, and sometimes turnover. We talk about turnover. We don't like it, but sometimes you need it. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes there's a point in time where the that mentality. I don't want to have any employees leave that ends up costing you money. So, mm -hmm. but you don't want it. Um, and when people make mistakes, um, uh, which are expected, you don't crucify them, you help them learn from it. And then hopefully they do learn from it. And then if they don't learn from it, then, then you deal with them. Yeah. Yeah. But you give everybody that opportunity, absolutely, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then we make sure that those people are in those, uh, when you're dealing with, I don't care with in any level from sports to to uh, corporations to farms. If you're leading a group of people, expect mistakes, and mm. mistakes are going to happen. But how you relate those mistakes to that person and what they get out of it, essentially what they learn from it, helps you be better. So, like a guy that's say on the feed truck and he runs through a, a door. You know, and he's been he's been out there working with you for uh, many years. If you take that guy out and then you put a new guy in, expect about three more doors to get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd rather him learn from that one door. Yeah. And whether a chart make him pay for it or whether however we come to a uh, solution to move on from it from that problem, and the solution would be that he learned from it. Then I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that all falls back into all of these things we've talked about yeah. with the way that, you know, you have the, the mindset to address problems, deal yeah. with them, 
deal with them with urgency, not let them fester, but but then really build this culture right. that is values and principles based mm-hmm. that's around that. And we and again, we're not perfect. I mean, it's not like roses. You know, we work on it. Uh, you know, but we have our days, and I don't want to think we're all giving hugs and high fives every day because it's not like that. No, but, but, you, but we, we we try to give people the atmosphere, the the to feed the energy to come in positive, or we wouldn't be able to accomplish what we accomplished in a day. Yeah, so. and you know what? That's because you lead by example, Scott. Right. right. That's because you're yeah. living it. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing the things that you're doing to build your own personal resistance and how that becomes part of the culture here at the dairy. And with these takeaways that, like I said, whether it's a manager like you or somebody like me that can take his little nuggets away and look at how can I, how can I make myself better as a leader, as an individual, as a you know parent, um, an employee, an employer, whatever the case may be. And these are the takeaways that, that I hope our listeners are, are walking away with from today as well. And as we wrap up these last few minutes here, it's time for the Up Level 5. And these are the five questions that I love to end our podcast with because they're all about pushing that next level of performance and, and resilience. And so my first question for you, Scott, is... What does success look like to you? How do you define success? Well, I think that you look at, um, you set your goals and, uh, and how you get there and what goes on, why you're getting to that goal. And looking back and say, now we're here, how we got there, the people that were involved. And then I think that is graded on, uh, you know, what, what success is to me uh, from a performance standpoint. Yeah. So looking at where you want to go and then taking those moments of reflection with right how you want to get right there. On. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and, 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 uh, goals are, are always set. Once you reach those goals, it's time to set new ones. So. Mm. Yeah. Constantly striving. Yeah. Right. And, um, next question that I have for you in three words, how do you want to show up each day? Um, I want to show up. I, I mean, I want to be, uh, on top of my game, mentally, physically, uh, I want to come across to people uh, that we are happy to be here, and uh, um, we're all about uh, the family type uh, setting at work. Which you know, it's still business. Uh, family's family. You can't. You, you know, your family's always going to be there, but business is business. And I mean, we we like to say we're uh, we're we are a second family because we spend so much time together, but. Uh, I think that, um, you know, uh, that's important having that crew of people, having that, having that, uh, uh, that, uh, mentality, the, uh, uh, personality to come across to lead those people every day and not be coming in at all, uh, you know, doom and gloom and not, uh, 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 letting that reflect to the other people. So positive vibes, we want positive yeah. vibes and. I hope that I can deliver that to my people all the time, which that's not going to happen all the time. <laughs> but you try pretty darn yeah, hard every single yeah, day, don't yeah, you? I try. Yeah. Hard, yes. yeah. Um, who are two or three thought leaders that you follow? So, you know, obviously um, all my life and every day, my mom and dad, uh, I depend on them a lot to just questions about life and even people and things like that. Uh, they've been around a while, so uh, they offer a good uh, um, view of those things. Um, 
the other today, I would say the two of my the people that I work for is Mark and Dave mm-hmm. Reezy. Uh, they've taught me a lot. They tamed a wild animal 15 years ago. And, uh, and we're still here. Yeah, yeah we're and, still uh, here. and they, uh, they, how they do business from the integrity, respect that everyone has. Uh, I fed off of that and I, you know, they helped me uh, in a lot of ways. And I watched them, how they uh, articulate management of a very difficult group of people at times, at times. And, you know, sometimes I didn't always understand, but I just would talk, go back to that patience thing that I didn't have. But eventually I would see what they, what, what you know, what the end game was. And it usually made sense. And uh, question number four, what words do you live by? Um, well, I think that, uh, um, you were, we're going to go back to the, um, the, uh, work hard, um, stay true to yourself, um, stay grounded, which kind of goes with that same thing. Um, and, uh, always keep that balance, you know, that we talk about from personal to work, uh, and, uh, stay healthy mentally and physically. Yeah. And spiritually, right? And spiritually, yes. Yeah. Yes. And up level question number five, our last one. What is your next personal up level? What's the area that in your life that you are taking to the next level right now? Huh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think it's just in general. I, I mean, I, 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 it's probably a generic answer, but just better myself, better as a for my kids, uh, for me, for employees, uh, for the company. Um, I think just working all around on everything uh, to improve. You know, and one thing I do is I'm very critical of my problems and what I have. And, and I try to not only do that, but I do that to myself so I can uh, uh, better and, and improve that. And that's yeah. very important, I think. Yeah, you're constantly striving, right? right? right. Never, never stop, right? Never stop. Wonderful. Well, Scott, thank you for sharing those insights with yeah. the Up Level Five. Thank you for listening to the Up Level Dairy podcast. Head over to upleveldairy.com to subscribe to the Up Level Dairy community and get new podcasts on business management and leadership every week in your inbox.